and still manage to look at life with open arms and an open heart. And I don't see that a lot with people who haven't been through some of these toughest things. I want to just help people understand they can do that. Anyone can do that. They can. And people very often think of grief as, you know, the death of someone. Right. And death of a very specific grief. But we grieve the loss of our pets, the loss of our relationship. Maybe we've had to move. We got fired. There's a lot of things that encompass grief. Yes. And it's how you're going to deal with it. Because let's face it, it is very easy to go right down that rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. No, it's just too hard. It's just too hard. And keep drinking the keg. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> and what, exactly. got you, what got you to stop drinking the keg? Where you know, was the moment for you? Uh, that moment, um, I had eroded spiritually. Forget God. Forget angels. Forget any of that. They don't care about me. Rah, rah. Then I started eroding intellectually and mentally. I turned to my coworker one day, and the thought was in my head. But the words that came out of my mouth was like, so I was like losing my capacity to answer a question, (laughs) but that didn't do it. What really did it is when I had always joked, I'd be dead by the time I was 30, ha, 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 ha. And then I was like 29 and a half with blood coming out of places blood is not supposed to come out of. And I was like, oh my God, I am actually going to die of alcoholism at 29. And that is the moment that did it. I'm like, no, no, no. I have way too much and I still have that memoir to write. It's an amazing thing. We were talking about it before we started. When you look at how tough things can be. And I mean, we have gone through these last few years Mm -hmm. have been a very, very difficult. It's not even just the last three for me. It's been since 2016, the whole shift of everything that has gone on in our country. And guess what? As tough as it's been, we're all here. We've all made it through. Where do we go forward? How do you work with people that are dealing with that? Dealing with the grief that they feel over everything and the erosion of what our illusion was. I I remind them it was an illusion and that the whole outer world is an illusion. And putting our faith in the outer world and putting our need for validation and our need for support into the outer world only is only going to um, result in disappointment and heartache. So turning inward into the spiritual world where our little voice of intuition and our connection to God, higher power, source, whatever you want to call it is, that's where we will find the sustainable strength and positivity to move through anything. So to me, that has been the magic ingredient for me. So that's what I I teach other people. For people that aren't dealing with facing their grief, because so many people swallow it like it's lunch. Yes. What happens? Mind, body, soul. Oh. Because it really can just permeate everything you are doing. 
And when you're really deep in it, I don't really think you realize how it's affecting not only you, but everyone within your sphere. Yes, definitely. Well, I think it's the same thing like like alcohol. It slowly eats away at you from the inside. So perhaps first you lose your spiritual connection and you get mad at at source, you know, you let this person die or you let this thing, you know, blaming, oh, let's get the spirituality there. And then mentally you you become confused. You can't function as well. You can't focus because there's all these unprocessed emotions just bubbling up inside of you. And then, yes, it goes to the body. In my mastermind, actually, the first module, one of the handouts is a whole sheet of what emotions can do to your physical being, like the disease and aches and pain. And one example that always comes to mind is if your hands hurt, it could mean like you're holding on to something too hard. You're not letting go. And if it morphs into arthritis, uh, that could be criticism of yourself and others. So it's not even grief necessarily but any well grief brings on more negativity so you got the grief which comes with anger and shock and depression and fear and then more negative thoughts and all of this is being settled down into your body where all of a sudden oh my foot hurts oh I have a neck issue oh man you know it's even led to more terminal and and severe diseases and I'll give my dad as an example. He, he was not an emotional man at all. And he retired at the age of 69, and he started falling apart. He was a big, strong football player. And next thing you know, his back hurts. And he had an operation, and it kind of helped, but not really. And then his neck hurt, and then the nerves were all messed up. And doctors could find nothing wrong. So he limped along at life going from big and strong to very weak and bent over and small, like the shell of the man he used to be, with no explanation for his pain, except I am convinced it is because he never expressed all those emotions, all the anger, all the fear, all the anything. He would show us love, but it was, it was hard for him to express emotions. And that was the end result, and it was so sad and so painful. It makes me think of how I've always said to people, I will never have an ulcer. Mm. If I'm upset, I'm going to tell you what the problem is. Yes. And that's it. I Mm -hmm. refuse. I don't think it serves anyone, especially me. Right. The things that I have learned in my life is that I have learned to think about how somebody wants to hear it. Mm-hmm. How do I want to hear somebody tell me what you're doing is bothering me? I don't like that you said this or whatever. How do I do it where they're going to hear what I have to say? And let's face it, food for thought digests over time. Yes. So it may not be that they can eat the whole thing while I'm saying it, but as they're chewing on it, eventually <laughs> it will get there. And it's funny because I had one person say to me, you know how I like it? I don't like anything sugar-coated. I like it square out. I said, okay, fine. You're being an idiot. (laughs) Okay? Here's why. And I just flat out. And they were like, ouch. 
Well, you said you wanted it that you way. Didn't want the sugar, yeah, right? I don't like to hear it live. I don't like to hear you like this. When we don't express things, it really does. It is what leads to alcoholism. It is what leads to all of these things. Oh, yeah. We're looking for this outward fix to make ourselves feel better. Mm-hmm. And better comes from within. I have a thing right on my wall. My grandson, yes. who's going to be five in May and an avid reader, the kid is kind of scary smart. I had him read that. And he goes, adventure. It's not outside yourself. It is within. And then he looked at me and he went, hmm, interesting. That's so great. But it's really true. It, everything we have is right inside. Yes. It's like Marianne Williamson. When you hide your light, you're denying it to others. By yes. shining your light, you give others permission to shine. So exactly. through your grief mastermind, you're not saying don't grieve. No, no. Grief is legitimate. Yeah. Don't live in it. Right. Because it's not where you want to build your house. No. It isn't. No. How do you, with this whole mastermind that you are doing, how do you help people with that? Because you know it is. It's so easy to build that grief house and just lock in. Live inside. <laughs> well, first I introduce them to what it's like to live in a perpetual high vibrational state. And I let them compare where they are now and really look at where they would rather be. And of course, the ones that would rather stay in that house aren't going to join the mastermind, but I probably would not be talking to them in the first place. But they even just getting a glimpse, a little taste of joy. When I was in my worst depression and alcoholism and I finally quit drinking and I got a little taste of joy, talk about addiction, I wanted more. So I think if I can give them that little glimpse of what it really feels like to live in that high vibe state always, that might be enough to whet their appetite for more. On that note, we're going to take a quick break, say thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be back here in just a moment on Word of Mom Radio. Hi, everyone. Erin here. I want to give a shout out to our Word of Mom Radio sister show, Be Our Planet Solution. Hosted by Tanya Torellis, the show focuses on all the impactful ways people and businesses are being green. There's only one Earth. Listen to Be Our Planet Solution to discover how others are working to protect it and learn what we can all do for this amazing planet. She is brave. She is bold. She is you. And we want to tell your story. Are you ready to share your journey with us on Word of Mom Radio? Go to wordofmomradio.com and register as a guest. We want to tell your story because when you win, we all win. Unsilenced Voices has been working diligently in Ghana, Sierra Leone, Rwanda, and the USA to combat domestic violence, sexual abuse, and human trafficking. We currently have over 50 young girls on a wait list in Sierra Leone to go through a vocational training program to get them off the streets and out of harm's way. We have gifted over $33,000 to U.S. survivors and are looking for volunteers and donors to help us continue our cause. Please visit us at www.unsilencedvoices.org. Again, unsilencedvoices.org for more information. Are you experiencing insomnia, brain fog, hot flashes, mood swings, and more? These are many of the symptoms women experience on a daily basis affecting the health of their brain 
and increasing the risk for dementias like Alzheimer's disease down the road. A healthy lifestyle can make a big difference for the health of the brain, but Brain Love Health took it further and created an innovative nutritional supplement, especially for women, to support us through this transitional time while also promoting better sleep and long-term brain health. Don't wait any longer to help your brain age well. Why let it deteriorate? The health of your brain is in your hands. To begin protecting it today, visit brainlovehealth.com. That's B-R-A-I-N-L-O-V-E-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. Don't let the name fool you. Stadiumbags.com is not just for sports fans. Our clear bags make it easier for you to get into any venue that you go to. And in today's world where we are so concerned about germs, the materials that our bags are made with are strong enough to stand up to the solvents that you can use to clean your bag so you know you come home safely. So check out stadiumbags.com. You'll see why we are the clear choice because safety, it's in the bag. And we're Back here, we're talking with Rinsky Grief Recovery. I love that name. I think it's Thank awesome. you. Okay, you talked about a high vibrational state. Yes. Explain what that is for people that don't, they've never heard that term before. Yeah, when I never heard it, I was like, yeah, what? But then someone showed me a chart, and I'm a visual person as an artist. And the chart goes from 1 to 19. And at number one, way at the top, is bliss, euphoria, peace, joy. And down at the bottom on number 19 is alcoholism, addiction, and unworthiness. So that's the vibrational scale I was first taught that I love to use to Show people they can live on each, any floor they choose, kind of like an elevator. And it's going to go up and down because life goes up and down. But like you said, we want to live in the one through seven zone, which um, goes all the way from euphoria to positive outlook. And then once you get to eight or higher, which takes you down the shaft to hell, um, boredom is actually at number eight, which is why I always caution people about complacency because the universe is in constant motion and we are either moving upward or downward. There's no standing still. That's why it's so important to, for me and others that I, I help to adopt daily habits, you know, start your day off right. Uh, eat food that makes you feel good. I, I had a birthday celebration last weekend. I ate so much cake. You know how cranky I was the next day? From the sugar? Yes. And I was like, bog, dude. I mean, yeah, my taste is going down. But that's another thing, to be really aware of what you eat, what you do, and especially what you think. I know we were talking about negative thought patterns, and that'll take you down faster than anyone can take you up. So I help people retrain their brains to automatically look for the positive instead of the negative in situations. And it took me a long time to do that for myself, but I have tricks like putting a quarter in a jar every time you have a negative thought. That got me out of the habit really quick. <laughs> I was wasting all my money. 
You know, it's interesting. I actually read somewhere that for many people, almost 70% of their thoughts are negative. Yes. And it's amazing because we tell ourselves the same thing over and over and over yep. and over again. And let's face it, it's scientifically proven. If you talk kindly to a plant, it will grow. Mm-hmm. Imagine talking kindly to yourself. Woohoo! But I'm serious. What does that do for you? Hey, good job. You know, it's so funny. My grandson, again, I did that really good. Good job, Danny. I love that he does that. And one of my kids oh, was so like, geez, he's pretty full of himself. I said, no, he's not full of himself. He's complimenting himself. Just like he told you, you did a good job on something. He's very positive. He loves everybody. It's just who he is. I, oh. He loves everybody in his school. I said, but you love everyone. He goes, I do, Mimi. I love everyone. And it's just, it's who he is. Again, we pick. Yes. He chooses to love everyone. Why not? The world hasn't shown him that he shouldn't. And I hope it never does. I I was just going to say, I I hope. Exactly. Because let's face it, we take things from the outside all the time. Yep. That has nothing to do with us. Exactly. And ours, you know, it's the idea of focusing on limiting people's rights. Don't say this. You can't talk about that. What? I know. You know, I'm sorry. We live in a country where same-sex marriage is legal. So to say to a child, you can't talk about your two daddies or your two mommies, what are you telling them? You're telling them that their life isn't normal. But it is. It's their life. And so it it is. It's so hard because everybody getting, we should get into that vibrational Mm -hmm. and that high vibration. What are your top three tips to get? Come on, give it out. Okay. Always got to start the day off right. One of my favorite quotes is the first hour of the morning is the rudder of your day. So if you wake up and you're running around like a chicken without your head, I'm late, I'm late. Yeah, your day is not going to go very smoothly, I would think. So wake up early. My morning routine involves meditation, dog love, exercise, a little journaling, and, of course, coffee. <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it sets me up to be on that path throughout the day. Uh, The second thing I would recommend, and I do recommend, is to really establish and maintain, you know, the same way we have to establish and maintain friendships with people here on earth, do that with your spiritual team. You know, I have a guardian angel that I still forget about half the time. My mom never even calls on hers. Her guardian angel is unemployed. I mean, we have these (laughs) guardian angels. They want to help us. And every time I remember, every time I sit back and ask for help, whoa, does whatever I'm working on all of a sudden turn easy and turn out wonderful. And a third tip that will bring so much peace is to let go. Remember that we have control over nothing. You know, nothing in the outside world. It's only on the inside that we can, we still can't really control our emotions. You know, I'm going to get upset. I'm going to feel hurt. I'm going to love someone that maybe, oh, he's not good or you, but I have that love. I can't control that, but I can control my actions. 
and I can control my behavior and I can process any emotion that comes up. So it's not detrimental to me for the long run. My son once said something to me, he was 19 and I was talking about his sister. My son said to me, you know what, mom, she's responsible for her actions. You're responsible for your reactions. Perfect. And for me, Whoa. Did you know that works for me? We were driving one day. She was in the car. She was yelling so loud. The windows on the van were vibrating. Wow. And her off at daddy, she slammed the door. I rolled down the window. I said, bye, sweetheart. Love you. Have fun at dad. See you later. <laughs> My son at the time was now 21. This is two years. He's like, what? I said, I don't know. My life for the last five years. <laughs> I said, mom, I wanted to how did you not lose your temper? And I said to him, because of what you said to me, she's responsible for her actions. I'm responsible for my reactions. And I refuse to buy a ticket to the dance. Yes, yes, yes. Flip side, your kids are your kids. You know the garbage, you stick up, step on the thing and the lid pops open. I gave up losing my temper for Lent when I was 44. <laughs> I'm not going to lose my temper. And I have tried all these years. Very good. Going. And then you have kids. And you know, they know how to step on that garbage can so the lid pops open. <laughs> and if I'm going to lose my temper, it's going to be with me, them. And I find myself, bite my tongue. And then I'll calm myself down and still figure out how to tell them, you know, you really aggravated me. Nice. But I want to say it where they're going to hear it as opposed to me yelling it at them. They're not going to hear a thing. Wah, wah, wah. It becomes Charlie Brown's teacher. And they're putting up an automatic defense. Exactly. All that. So there's a, there's a crowd and the wah wah. So no way they're not going to hear anything. It, but to me, it's the same thing with grief. Mm. You know, because it's not something you get over. No. People no. tell you, oh, you'll get over it. No, you won't. You learn to no. live with it. Exactly. It becomes part of you. But it doesn't have to consume you. It's true. And that's a great way to end this conversation. What do you want to leave our listeners with as we wrap up? And how can they reach out to you, Rin? Well, I would leave them with my favorite quote, which is Winston Churchill. If you're going through hell, keep going. That really has kept me going because, oh, here comes another hell. And if they want to um, learn more about my mastermind and my book, they can reach out to my website at RinskyGriefRecovery.com. All of Rin's links are going to be live on WordOfMomRadio.com. The link to her book and everything else, her mastermind groups, all of it reach out because I think many of us are still dealing with the grief of the change that has gone on in our world these last few years. Yes. And many of us don't know how to pull out of it. And the reality is you're not alone because I think that that's one of the things with grief, you feel so isolated. Exactly. I mean, you're going to have your individual journey, but We, I mean, I know the pain. You know the pain. Anyone who's been through it knows that pain. And we want to support you because we want you to feel better. Without a doubt. And so, Rin, 
thank you so much for sharing your journey with us, for having the guts to write about it in a book. Thank you. And because, again, people need to know you're not alone. No. Nobody, nobody is an island. No nope. island. We can all reach out and use the support from each other. So yes. thank you so much for sharing with us and for all of you tuning in. Thanks for being with us. We're going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now. She is sure. She is sure. She is strong. She is strong. She is true. She is true. She is brave. She is bold. She is you. She is sure. Lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.